Well, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks, but Steve and I have listened to our people and have uh, decided we needed to get another podcast out there. So uh, we got together and, and here we are. And Steve, I think you brought on a special guest, haven't you? Oh, yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. And so we got something special for everybody out there tonight. And so we're recording this Tuesday night and we'll release it hopefully first thing Wednesday morning. We have the head of marketing at rainstore.net and Steel Target Paint, Justin Steele. How are you doing, Justin? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Cool, Thanks for man. Being on, man. I saw some coolness in, uh, in an email and then I saw a social media post out on Instagram as well as Facebook. What's, uh, what do you got cooking over there? Some cool, cool stuff for the 4th of July, huh? No, Steve, Steve, yeah, we let's, wanted- let's say this right. Hold on, hold on. What have you figured out I'm going to win? Okay, that's, <laughs> that's the key. Okay, I, I'm, everybody should enter, but just realize I'm going to win. Well, Justin, apparently Jeff didn't read all the way at the bottom with the small asterisk says, official team members of Steel Target Paint shooting team not eligible. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, read the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've got a uh, big giveaway. We've, we've been pretty good about doing giveaways here and there, um, but this one's really big. It's uh, over $500 value. Um, I'll start small and then give you the big ticket item. So we've got uh, a bunch of small products from uh, Rainbow Technology, our parent company, uh, that's included in this giveaway. Um, knuckles towels, they're good for cleaning your hands as well as tools. Um, a great item to have in the range bag. Uh, we've got some lens cleaner towelettes that are good for the Hunter's HD Gold or whatever eye protection you're wearing at the range. Uh, we've got some sunscreen pouches, especially good in these summer months. I know you guys are busy shooting during the summer. Um, we've got some stickers and a hat in there. We've got some silicone spray, which is good for cleaning and lubricating firearms. We've got six or seven different colors of uh, steel target paint that's going to be in there. And then the big ticket item is your choice of Hunter's HD gold glasses, prescription or non-prescription. So the way to enter into this is you've got to have a Facebook account and you've got to go to rainstore.net Facebook page and you'll see the post, uh, the 4th of July video and all the details are on there, but basically you need to like the post like the rainstore.net Facebook page, the Steel Target Paint Facebook page, and the Hunter's HD Gold Facebook page. All of those links are embedded in that post. And you'll need to comment your favorite item uh, that you've purchased through rainstore.net. If you've never purchased from us before, that's fine. Just comment, leave your name. We'll make sure you're, uh, you're included in the drawing. And lastly, you need to share the post. Um, I know that creates more competition for yourself to win the prize, but that's the deal. So. <laughs> Uh, that's basically it. Um, do you guys have any questions? All right. I've got a quick question. When's the deadline, Justin? When do, when do people need to have all this done by? And then the follow-up question that is when's the, when's the drawing going to be made? Yeah. So, uh, we're going to, uh, end the contest and announce the winner, the, this Friday, July 5th at 12 PM central. Awesome. Excellent. Now I've got a question because I got the email being on the, uh, uh, the email list. What is the jungle formula towelettes? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause I think I forgot to mention that that's also included in the giveaway. Um, 
So jungle formula is an insect repellent that goes on your skin. And uh, it's a towelette, so you can just rub it on there. Uh, we've been selling it to the utility power and telecom guys for decades, and they love it. So um, it can be used for them. It can definitely be used uh, for shooters or anyone that likes to be outdoors and does not like to get bit. Oh, definitely. That, that goes right in. I mean, I, you know, my little comment on the post was every shooting session, I, I clean my hunter's HD golds with a lens cleaner towelette. Uh, yeah. And, and Steve knows the range that I shoot at and it's, it can get very dusty very fast. And so uh, those towelettes come in real handy for, for just that purpose. Yeah. That's you know, kind of how rangestore.net started. You know, a lot of our products at rainbow technology have been used for the telecom and power industries since 1971. And then we realized, hey, you know, if we're selling still target paint to the shooting guys, there's a lot of these rainbow items that can double up and be used um, in the shooting industry. And you know, when, when I first used those, um, the jungle towelettes was actually at the 2017 uh, South Carolina State Steel Challenge Championship that was in, um, oh, it's at Zach Jones' home range. It was there Palmetto? For- was it at Palmetto that year? Yes, Palmetto. Thank you. And I don't, <laughs> I know that Zach had a good time with it because he ended up uh, putting some mosquitoes with, uh, you know, kind of like the circle of line through them. But that range was heavy with mosquitoes. And I was the only guy walking around like a boss, not swatting at mosquitoes on my legs. And so I, I did end up sharing with my friends, but those are, those are a must have. And the other thing that I keep in my range bag outside of the towelettes and the, the lens cleaner uh, wipes, <clears throat> excuse me, is the uh, sunscreen. So Justin, I'm not sure if you said that or not. Is there any of those packs of sunscreen in, in the giveaway pack? Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that. Um, it's a pouch of, of liquid uh, sunscreen. Yep. Those, those things are money too. Just, just when you don't think it's going to be uh sunny, like at, we'll talk a little bit more about it later, but the 2019 Georgia state steel challenge championship at strong point, Georgia, there was no way. And you know what, Jeff, that I thought it was going to get sunny, but the sun did pop out and uh, I had one of those in my bag and I shared with my friends, but did have to apply some sunscreen a little bit later, later in the day. Well, oh, there's, I mean, there's still, <clears throat> there's other things on this list that I know um, uh, I've used. Uh, the fiber optic uh, swabs are great for yeah. uh, keeping your lens cleans on your, uh, your dots. Um, you know, I shoot a Seymour. It's got a big one. I can actually get in there with a microfiber, but um, on the, uh, my carry optics gun, I'm shooting the Sig Romeo one and those swabs are a lot easier to get in there and clean it than uh, just a standard uh, microfiber. So, you know, they're going to yeah, help so, too. Yep. In this giveaway, we've got a, a pack of 50 small swabs and a pack of uh, the larger uh, swabs. So definitely a, a good one to have at your workbench or in your range bag. Excellent. So go to the page, like the post, comment on the post, share the post. And make sure you like the rainstore.net Facebook page along with Steel Target Paint and Hunter's HD Gold Facebook pages. And, you know, for everyone else that hasn't already liked the podcast page, like that too. It's not going to help, but you should do that anyways. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, Justin, that is one heck of a giveaway, and uh, it's uh, it's amazing how how you guys have uh, really supported the the shooting community. This this giveaway is is clearly geared um, for that, um, and so uh, I know I appreciate it. I'm pretty sure everybody else does, and I'm sure the winner is really going to appreciate it. Yeah, we've really just been trying to focus on promoting our product and our shooters you know, the last couple of years since we started with Steel Target Paint and then kind of grown the product line at rangestore.net. Um, it's been fun doing doing giveaways because um, it just gets a lot of interaction on social media and seeing, uh, you know, our shooters promote the products and use the products and most importantly, um, have good things to say about the products um, using them at the range. Um, it's been a lot of fun and, um, yeah, we're excited about, you know, continuing to grow this Fantastic. All right. Thanks, Justin. Again, we appreciate it, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me on. All right. Well, Steve, if we don't talk to you, have a a great 4th of July, and we'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Bye. Thanks, Justin. Well, that's one heck of a giveaway. But, you know, we're shooters, so let's talk shooting. Now, I didn't get to make it this year because it was a week after a level two USPSA match we had at the at the Wyoming club, and uh, I was just beat. Um, but probably what three weeks ago with the uh, the Georgia Steel Challenge Championships happened, and I think you shot it right. I did, Jeff. It happened uh, what June sixth, seventh, eighth, somewhere in there. First uh, full weekend in in June, and you know what, Jeff? I don't always make good decisions. But this could be a bit one of those uh, most interesting in the man, uh, men in the world m- memes. But I don't always make good decisions. But when I do, I actually change my squad from Saturday to take off on Friday to shoot. It was raining, brother. Friday was uh, Friday was pretty bad, but Saturday was completely out of control. Well, was- you know, you and I <laughs> experienced the whack and the weather we had here last year at the West Florida Steel Challenge Championships. And it's tough to compare because we've got the covered bays, but it right, looked right. it looked rough. I saw a river of red clay in a lot of the videos that were posted. Yeah, and, and what happened was is you know it didn't rain for like forty five days straight in Georgia, and then it decided because there was a major matching coming up <laughs> that it for like five days straight. So it uh, when I got. I did see it ahead of time and it started raining, I think on Thursday, it was kind of swampy. And then I did take off uh, work on Friday to shoot the match. Cause it looked like the forecast was a hundred percent on Saturday and it was only 90% on, on <laughs> Friday. So that's a true story. So I said, oh, let me, uh, let me wager it and see what happens in worst case scenario. I can make up whatever shooting needed to be done on, on Saturday. And then the other, the other thing that um, weighed in my decision-making process I think on Saturday, I'd have to double check, but there were more than 10-person squads. I don't know if there were 12. I don't think there were 13, but there were more than 10-person squads, and and I knew that if there was going to be inclement weather on Saturday, that could really, really make a long day. So that's why I shot on Friday. And it it wasn't too bad on Friday when we got going. It was certainly muddy, and one of the issues ended up being that the range did not have – I call it 57 stone or gravel 
on the bays. They did have cover at each bay, which was great, but they didn't have gravel down at each each bay. Right. Unlike the personal range at my house, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, people. You were waiting for it. It only took him about eight minutes to get it uh, there you get, go. To get that out this episode. So it wouldn't be a podcast without it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but but it's interesting when I put that in, my wife's like, man, that's going to be a couple thousand bucks. And I said, look, honey, we're we're in Georgia. And when it rains, it comes down and we got red clay. But what ends up happening is, is um, as long as you're not walking on it a ton while it's raining, it um, stays at the top and keeps the red clay where, <laughs> where it needs to be. And so uh, at Strong Point, they may have had some at some time. I, I think I recall at a couple of bays that they had some down, but it was completely gone. So when it started raining... It, it was so, so muddy. And I know that we shot there together, Jeff. I don't know if it's been last year or the year before. Year. Yeah. Uh, last year, that far bay down there all the way at the end. They had pendulum set up down there. It may have been accelerator at the time, or maybe it was pendulum and accelerator. But, it, you know, walking in there, it was, I mean, it was dicey. It was probably literally 12 inches, 12 inches of mud. I mean, it was... <laughs> And, you know, the crazy part is, is uh, I just, um, I don't know, probably the week or two prior, I got my um, range tactical gear cart that you've seen out on yep. Facebook and whatnot. It's got those uh, thinner 12-inch wheels or something like this. And, you know, they're they're um, they're a high-quality cart, but, you know, I think my cart is probably a $500 cart. And somebody's looking at me like, you know, with my grandma sofa umbrella on it. And they said, hey, Steve, you're going to go in through that with that? I said, hey, look, man, there's no other way to, to do this than to, you know, put the product to the test. And, you know, with those smaller wheels, I was able to navigate in and out of the bays really, really well. But we we did good in the morning. It, you know, it, it didn't start coming down <clears throat> until about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I think we had an hour thunder and lightning delay. I was down there with uh, Tom and uh, Chris Baird and, uh, Rick Mackey and a couple other folks, and we're, we're down in the drenched bay down there. <laughs> and, uh, in between the morning session and the afternoon session, they had some um, oh uh, some mulch um, dropped off at the end of the at the end of the range, and so they brought some and spread it across. Like, yeah, that'd be good. Oh no, all that stuff went away. And I was gonna say, did it just uh, float away? <laughs> oh yeah, like six minutes tops. I mean, it wasn't even close. And so I, I took some video and posted it on Facebook, but man, it was it, it was probably the most inclement weather I've ever shot in. Because I mean, you know, we're kidding around now, but there was a point in time I'm looking over at Tom and I'm like, man, do we stay here? Or do we run like little girls and scream, or you know, do we head to our trucks? I mean, it, the clouds got dark and it rolled in. So I mean, it was it was crazy. Trash cans started flying around and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, maybe I should have went to work and not shot today. <laughs> guy trying to tell me something here or what so but um after about an hour delay it was raining um lightly in in the afternoon probably the last three three stages and uh of course we were shooting outer limits in the rain nothing better than that i can't oh been there done that oh it's fell yeah. down while moving i remember down there in florida at yep. the um uh, at uh casey casey's yep. match there the north florida the match. sectional match yeah 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 so it was, you know, it was a rocky time in terms of, in terms of shooting conditions, but I'm telling you what, it, it was probably one of the coolest shooting experiences that I had in the morning. I was squatted with, um, 
Chris Barrett and, and Grant Kunkel out of uh, Arkansas and myself. And it was one of those times, Jeff, that, you know, you always hear people talk about when they're playing baseball or basketball or tennis, if you're playing with, you know, or participating in a sport with somebody that's, you know, really, really good, you step up your game. Man, it was, I was very fortunate. I set three personal best overall gun times um, that day, even despite the inclement weather. And I think that was because we were each, we were just feeding off of one another and, you know, Grant shot lights out. And then Chris Barrett, man, he just, whoo, you know, he pointed to the outfield and sent one about 670 feet in the water. He, uh, he shot a 60, 78, I believe in rimfire yep. rifle open and man, you know, watching it, it, it was smooth as butter. I mean, it wasn't uh, panicky or anything like that. He's just, he, he's got a natural gift. I believe we've been working together for a while, but he just, man, he just, it, it was, it was, it was effortless to watch and outer limits, man. I, whew, I wish I was like 20 years younger and 125 pounds less like him <laughs> to see him go from one box to another. I mean, it's just like, it, it just brings a smile to your face. Cause it's like, yeah, he just crushed it. So man, it was uh it was a good time. And, and Grant Kunkel, I, he shot a great rimfire rifle iron time like he did at area five. And man, it was uh it was a good experience, but I didn't hang out. You know, I know Ron and a couple other people showed up on, on Saturday, and I was feeling for them. I really was. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I I've been there, and and you know, add on top of that, the uh, dealing with the mud. You know, we do have fairly. I don't want to say great drainage, but fairly decent drainage uh, at the WAC, and you know, you do get to shoot undercover. Uh, but you know, we were. I mean, it's just a terrible experience and as you pointed out you know you think back of the michael jordan uh playing with 103 fever and having one of the best games of his life and it was kind of like what you guys experienced where you know you had all this adversity at hedia and you just buckled down and and shot great and that's amazing yeah i mean you know it it was a smaller state match. There was what 147 entries, a couple of DQs in there, but the the top seven scores of the combined scores were under 70 seconds. And um, you know, I had uh, I had I don't know three of those, and and uh, Grant had a couple. Let me see, one, two, three. He had three of those. It was, it was you, you, Chris, and Grant had. Yeah, yeah, owned them, absolutely. Owned them. absolutely. And, and Grant was number eight with a 70.06. Uh, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. But, but I, I will say this and I love Grant like a brother cause we've done some training together and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, there was another Georgia match that, that Chris and I both beat Grant and, and he came back to Georgia and we sent him packing back into Arkansas, but <laughs> I can say that not like a big man cause he's not on the podcast, but you know, he, he's tearing it up, man. He really is. Hold yeah. on. Let me get his number. Hold on. Let me, let me yeah, call, him call right him. Hold on. Call. <laughs> Grant, Grant, would you listen to me no he's uh man he he tore it up at the area five match in the world speed shoot i mean these kids nate gibson he just he just unloaded cole bush again they shot extremely well at area five you know these kids are shooting uh an rimfire rifle iron sight gun an iron sight gun jeff this is the first time and i'm not sure if people know this or not this is the first time i've ever scored a rimfire rifle iron time under 70 seconds really I've been all over it 
but it's just not a gun that I shoot that often outside of a major match. And it's a fun gun to shoot, but these, these kids are shooting 63, 64, 65 with that gun. I, I, I can't even comprehend what that, what that looks like. And 64, 46, he shot. Wow. Yeah. It's rimfire rifle iron. The top nine spots, four of them owned by Grant, three of them owned by Cole, two of them owned by Nate. That's, that's crazy. You know, at area five, we've got a podcast, uh, veteran Ryan flowers. He was 10. And then what does it do? It goes back to juniors. Mackenzie Bragg. Yeah. Bush again. And then uh, Ryan uh, again at 14. So, I mean, it's it's amazing when you look at what we what, what could have been world records even two oh, yeah. years ago. Might not even make top five now. It, it's it's crazy when you think about it and put it in those terms. I shot a personal best rimfire rifle open. When I say a personal best, I'm talking at a major match. It's not, you know, yeah, I went down to Griffin. I shot a 62, you know. Or, or you went to your home range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I shot a 61. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, that's that's a whole different ball game than doing it, you know, at a level yep. two or higher match. That's why I call a major match. But that 64.90 last year would have tied and i'm not sure if ethan's was a world record last year he shot a 6490 and won the whole thing at the world speed shoot so that that's how quick these times are are getting and um you know it, there there will be there will be a sub 60 60 second run at a major match in the next oh, yeah. month i'm telling you it's 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 happening i know that's on my radar i'm not well, sure if i've year, got the, the ability know, to do it but that's that's what i'm planning for yeah last year casey came close in pistol open um, this year, um, it's, I mean, people are getting close, you know, uh, Chris was, you know, within three quarters of a second at Georgia. Um, I forget what the, the top score at the world speed shoot was, but it was, it was in the, oh, I, I, I remember it was Mackenzie Bragg with a rimfire rifle open. She shot a 64 45 because she beat me by one full second. I shot <laughs> I 45 and no, it still doesn't hurt, but. I have I have told the story to numerous people of Mike getting up and and giving her the intro and and basically saying I want y'all to know you got beat by a girl. <laughs> that was awesome. And that's that's the cool part though, you know, from my perspective is that, you know, I don't care if she's a boy or a girl or, or what have you, but it's really, you know, with these rimfire rifles, specifically rimfire rifles, I would say rimfire pistols, it's really gender neutral. I mean, the yep. barriers of entry are, are relatively low to get out there and have fun and, and shoot it fast. And just because you're a little bit stronger, maybe a little bit this or a little bit that, it really doesn't give you a competitive advantage. Maybe an open, maybe some of those where, you know, you can get a little bit faster draw time. But there's a lot of women out there, Jesse Duff, Casey Cochran, you know, that can just, I mean, smack around a bunch of the guys anyhow. But mm-hmm. what McKenzie did was an absolutely amazing feat. But, hey, Chris Barrett shooting that 60-78, I think that's the second fastest time in Rimfire Rifle Open ever shot at a major match, like wow. ever. And the top three fastest times ever shot at at the World Speed Shoot. That, I mean, that's just, yeah, you just got to kind of pause and let that soak in for a minute. 
and uh, he's got a lot more under the tank. And if he didn't blow it, Chris Bear, you listening? I hope so. If he didn't blow a smoking hope, when I say blow a smoking hope, he shot a 758. He was well within, I mean, Chris Barrett shoots smoking hope at 650 all day, all day long. But it takes, you know, it really does. It Everything, takes, it's got to come together. It, it's got to be all eight stages. Yep. But shooting pendulum at 767, what? I yeah. mean, five five to go. That's what I'm working on right now. That's what I was working on a little bit with Chris. Too bad I did because he shot a 736. <laughs> no, no, 736. You know, I shot, I think, like an 850 or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. He shot a 736. I can't even do the math in my head. Was that 1.7, 1.8 seconds or something like that? It's, it's, that's stupid fast. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, you figure a 1.8 would be a 7.2, so yeah. Yeah. it's like a so, 1.85. Yeah. I mean, that's – and it is. It's it's different. Well, yeah, I shot a 1.83 in practice. Yeah, do that. Do that four times in a row. Be consistent. It's raining out. You know, everybody's watching you. Right, got, with the pressure of a major match on, on your shoulders. Yeah. You've got two of the best rifle shooters in the country just staring at you. <laughs> what you're going to do, you know what I mean? It's like, don't screw that up, Chris. I mean, good luck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, Ev, uh, other than, you know, you, you, so you, you shot, you didn't get to area five, but you shot the Georgia match. Uh, you've been shooting any locals. Uh, I'm sure you've been at the range, uh, your range, but, uh, you've been doing much lately. Yeah. I've been trying to get out there and practice, uh, two, three days a week. Um, started a new job and all that. I won't bore you with third world problems, but, uh, that's taken a lot of my time, energy and effort. And then I got sick here for about last week and a half. It's just, you know, kind of wearing me down, but I've been practicing two, three days a week. I'm going to hit the range tomorrow. Uh, shot the Griffin local match in, in June, the weekend prior. And so that helps. And then I'm shooting the, uh, the Griffin match in Georgia here, uh, this upcoming weekend. So uh, trying to get tuned up to come down to your match. Jeff, have you been shooting it all lately? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get out there at least twice a week. Um, uh, three times is kind of tough for me. Uh, but when I do get out there, I'll usually hit four or five guns, 100 rounds apiece um, on, uh, on a specific stage. I ran uh, Pendulum the other night, and um, uh, I, I've converted the X5 to iron sights for – the West Florida match, and I'm going to shoot production. Um, I don't know why, um, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you know, I done a little practice uh, with smoke and hope and, you know, that kind of builds your confidence. And then you come on to a uh, pendulum and you realize <laughs> I actually have to aim. This <laughs> you see those splits? It took me eight shots, but did you see those splits? Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. Pendulums. Yeah, I've been uh, shooting a little bit of single stack in the last week, week and a half, because I've missed shooting that. You know, I've been trying to it, – it's tough, man, to, to shoot so many guns and to be extremely proficient. And, yeah. you know, I know there's a lot a lot of people that shoot more than I do. And, then, you know, working on the draw and this and that, it's just – it's it's really tough. But, you know, I, I've been shooting uh, five to go here for the last week, two weeks. It's just – you know, it's been something in my head that I just can't – I can't get there and – been rattling off some good times, just not consistent, but broke back out the single stack gun. And man, I just love to shoot the 1911 platform. It just, I'm smiling, just talking about it, Jeff. So maybe I'll, I'll change an entry or two down to the whack and, and shoot that. So nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that match. It's, it's going to be a good time. There's a lot of people that we know and love that are coming down there and man, your, your registration, it's, uh, 
It's probably not full, full, but it's 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 getting up there, isn't it? How's so it I'm going to look right now because I know uh, there was somebody who was working on signing up, but there are actually 26 paid slots available. Um, but I did the numbers this morning, and there are 236 guns entered in the match. Wow. That's that awesome. going to break last year's record, um, which was a record for the biggest steel challenge in Florida. So um, we're about to raise that bar again this year. Um, and, you know, we've got the painters, so uh, competitors will not have to paint. Um, we move showdown to a different bay, which is going to make it uh, a lot easier to manage. Um, it's up the range a little bit, yeah, probably about maybe a little longer than the distance uh, at the um, uh, south, south Bend. You know, the distance between, say, showdown and uh, roundabout. Sure little longer than that but um we're going to have a golf cart we've got a three-seater golf cart and we're going to be transporting the the shooters around and of course shooters aren't going to have to worry about painting so we can keep them shuffling around getting them ready for their their next stage uh, we're going to have a little warm-up match uh the wednesday night before and then um lock in all the dimensions perfectly for position of the plates, uh, height of the plates, position of the posts, and get them all painted and get ready for the match. I, we have, so here's just, for those that are coming and those that are maybe still on the fence, we're having a prize table. It's a random draw. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, get together with the uh, range master and we're going to go through and randomize the numbers First thing we're giving away is we're going to give away a Springfield Armory pistol. Um, and everyone and every entry you have in the match qualifies you for that drawing. Sweet. What 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 model? I think it's going to be an XDS. Okay, cool. Um, I think it's going to it's not going to be a competition gun. It's going to be more the carry. Gotcha. We kind of figure everybody's got their competition guns. Right. So um, so that and then. Right after that, we're going to draw for the 22 conversion upper from CWA. Oh, Chet's hooking you up, huh? Chet, That's awesome. Oh, he hooked me up at Worlds, and I've done my best not to open the box because if I looked at it, I was afraid I was going to do the wrong thing and not put it on the prize table. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you talked about it in the podcast, man. I'll be down there. I'll be, hey, where's that CWA? That's upper? right. Who won it? It, as long as it's not Jeff, it's okay. <laughs> no, so everybody who has an entry, uh, every gun entry uh, is going to be uh, available for that. And then for the other things we have, and we have multiple Atlanta Arms coupons, multiple Billy Stripling coupons. We have a coupon for $250 from Volkortsen. I have 18 range bags donated by Sam Conway. Uh, I have, uh, I just got the invoice from tandem cross of what they're sending and it blew me away they're sending hive grips and bumper pads and i think there's some victory triggers in there and jp is giving us coupons and so we're going to have like we did last year each stage is going to have a gun and it's not the fastest shooter on that stage it's whoever has the fastest string is going to win something and then everything else is going to be uh, on a random draw. Everybody has one entry. 
to win that stuff. And when you come up to registration, they're going to get you registered in, checked in, and they're going to go, oh, you won this and hand you your prize. Sweet. So, hey, is, is my man Dustin with JP, is he going to is he gonna make the match and do a little demo or not? Dustin was going to try to make the match, and something okay. came up, and so he's not going to be able to make it, but they are they're very supportive of, of what we're doing, and so they are going to give us some, uh, some coupons uh, for uh, some money off uh, spending at JP. Awesome. Well, you know what? I'll have my uh, JP GMR-15 with the ultralight barrel there. So if any of the listeners want to check it out while I'm not shooting, um, I'll bring some MD ammo with me and you guys can have at it. It's a, it's a game changer for me, Jeff. It really is. Well, I am, I was fortunate enough to walk away with some of the uh, coupons from the prize table at uh, the world speed shoot. And I've got to make it through about another month of some bills that I didn't plan and I think one of there's one of those guns is in my future as well. Oh, there it's it's money, man. Taking the taking that extra weight off the front end. I've got the 12, 12 and a half inch uh handguard with that 16 inch sleeve barrel. I think I shared this with you, but the first time that I took it out to the range at the local uh, Griffin match in PCCO, I set four personal best out of the six stages I shot. And then the next match that i shot i shot another three personal best uh times so i think i've shot six or seven personal best times with it and i've only had it for like two two and a half months so it's 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 crazy and i shot a personal best overall time i think it was 66 52 at the georgia state match with that gun and so uh if you don't think the lighter barrel helps you out well you must you must not be doing it right jeff i don't think it's the gun i think it's the home range <laughs> it could be <laughs> just, just just pro tip that's a little bit more expensive <laughs> so start with the jp folks and then uh see what you can do about the home range thing awesome all right well uh hey you know what share you know we we, we they got this great giveaway from uh, steel target paint but you know we have our promo code so why don't you share that with our listeners yeah, if you want something off of rangestore.net, if you win or if you don't win, use discount code STPODCAST10 to get something at rangestore.net, everybody. All right, Steve, it's great talking with you. Um, to our listeners, we're going to do our best to try to get back on track. It's the summer. You know, you heard Steve's got a new job. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of stuff, uh, but we're going to try to get these back into a consistent uh release uh, mechanism and uh, we hope to hear from you if you have any suggestions hit us up on the steel target paint podcast facebook page or if you've got any one of our emails uh, we're always happy to take ideas and uh, see what we can do and, and thank you again to larry joe steely jr steel target paint rainbow technology for putting on this giveaway as well as brian conley with hunters hd gold without the support of of those guys in our industry it wouldn't be what it is today so if you see these guys at a at a match they don't have to do these types of things give them a high five or just a simple thank you i know it goes a long way with with those folks so. you know i'm glad you said that too because um for those that don't know steel target paint is co-sponsoring the west florida steel challenge championships and i forgot on the prize table as well 
Um, there's going to be one for the fastest string giveaway and another pair of Hunter's HD Gold glasses on the prize table. So uh, I would say rough estimate, the prize table's probably worth about three grand, if oh, not cool. more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, I know me personally, I don't shoot matches uh, because of the prize table, but I'm no dummy. If there is one, that's a great plus. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just hoping we, uh, we don't want to break a record with rain. You know, we don't need to break George's record with rain. No, we don't. We definitely <laughs> don't. But, you know, also to that point, Jeff, you know, the next major match that I see on the schedule for the Steel Challenge World is Area 2 out in San Luis Obispo, California. Kurt Grimes' match, there's still plenty of spots out there. I know Larry in Steel Target Paint sponsoring that match as well as uh, Brian with Hunter's HD Gold. They they committed to sponsor that match as well. So these guys are doing a lot for the sport. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I will. You, you just said it, I will say it. We appreciate that support. And to all the sponsors and to anyone who does anything, Billy Stripling, he gave me three coupons for, for uh, Stripling Custom Gunworks. And, of course, Chet and, and all these people. And, and it's just it's, it's an amazing feeling uh, to know that, that there's people out there uh, wanting to support the, the sport. And, it, and, it's, and it's good. And the sport is still growing. And you know why it's growing? Why is that, Jeff? One of the reasons it's growing, I believe, is because of the leadership at the USPSA. Jeff, that's an absolutely great point. For those of you that haven't been checking your email, haven't been on social media, maybe you're spending time at your home range and not checking all that stuff like you should be, you got something important that just happened yesterday. Jeff, you know what that is? I do, but why don't you share it? The election for the president of USPSA is now open. And so um, Jeff and I both have strong feelings towards one candidate. We won't get into that on the podcast. But our, our opinion is, is that you have a voice. Make sure you go out there and vote. And if you don't like something that's going on or you love what's going on, go ahead and cast your ballot and, and um, use your voice there. But please make sure that uh, you get out there and vote. You should have gotten an email. Um, it's pretty quick and easy. Login, password, click vote, submit, put in an email address if you want. If you want to change it, and done deal. Do you know when vote voting uh, closed? I know I did mine today. Do you know when it closes, Jeff? Uh, there was an email that went out that described when when uh, you know how long it was going to be. I I want to say it's a month, but I yeah, could I be so wrong. Too. Um, I think it's the end of month of well, but hey, you know what? Don't wait for that. Go out there and uh, vote tonight or tomorrow. And, and oh, absolutely, painless process. Click yeah. the link in the email, put in your code, select your uh, candidate, and you're done. Then it's you know again, uh, as as Steve said, we we have our opinions here, and we're not going to push those on anybody. Uh, this is America. And we vote, and you get to vote for who you believe is the best candidate, and that's who you should vote for. Absolutely. All right, Steve. Well, have a good day. Good night. Um, and we will see you here in, what, about two and a half weeks. Sounds great, Jeff. It was great talking with you again. See you out Same on the range soon. All right. Bye-bye.